Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Football Fan Show podcast. How are you doing? I'm Danny Harrington and this week we are talking all about Liverpool's title chances. Are they over? We are also talking about how far is too far when you're a football fan. And also, we are talking about the Champions League. It's coming back very, very soon. But we start with Liverpool. Callum Brown is my guest today. Liverpool fan. Let's see how he's feeling. Liverpool's title chances, because Jürgen's already said uh, that they're out. He's conceded it already. He's already he's already well said that. And then someone, some idiot reporter decided to ask again. And I'm like, do you just want to see Jürgen crying? He's already going through a bad time at the moment. I'm like, do you ask him about the title again? He's already said that he thinks well the title. He said multiple times that he's trying to get top four now. And these idiot reports going, well, are you really, are you giving up the title, Jürgen? And I was like, what are you mm. asking that for? Idiot. <laughs> but I don't, well, we're going to ask Jürgen, it. Well, I don't know why you're asking it. Well, I don't know why they're asking it, because I don't know if you're there, but Jürgen obviously lost his mum lately. Mm. Um, she she died she died in Germany, and he obviously couldn't go to the funeral. Mm. So she's been going through that, and then these idiot players can't even put a bit of fighting for him. But they still get paid though, so that, that's all right. It's yeah. all right. I mean, isn't isn't it funny that any any sort of other profession, you know, when you're making you're not doing your job properly, you get like warnings and then sackings, don't you? Yeah, kind of funny, isn't it? Now, okay, I I get it. You know, you can't sack them. Can't you at least, you know, find them, do something that's actually going to make them actually, yeah. you know, no. Anyway. Well, it's whatever's going to happen, you know. It just, it happens, so. And some idiots are actually saying, like, clop out. I'm like, are you, are you, are you like, high or something? Oh, God, who the, who the fuck is saying that? Too many idiot Liverpool fans. I'm like, literally, he's the first person to deliver you a title in 30 years. It's like the best thing that's happened to us in, in like, years. Yeah, oh, no, exactly. Too many years. Who would you rather... Ha- who would replace him? What? Frank Lampard? Do you want Roy Archon back? Do you want Fro- Roy Archon back? Roy Archon. <laughs> you want us <laughs> to go back, you know, Jackson Lett, Jackson Lett, you know, being in debt and, and stuff like that. Um, one thing I mean, the... The 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 joking title that he's always given the fat Spanish waiter is available. Um. Hey, you leave Rafa alone. <laughs> we love Rafa. Rafa's available. I'm sure he'll uh, he'll get he'll he'll be like taxi. Let's let's talk about facts. Fucked. Um. Don't you remember? Don't you remember him? Don't you remember him, him and Fergie? Yeah. And uh, Fergie's like said something, and he went, "Let's talk about," and he's like, "Let's talk about facts." Fucked. Um. And then he hits the but, table. He's like, "Fuck!" Hey, hey, he, if he if he came back in 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 some kind of capacity at the club, he would get a hero's welcome. Um, oh, look at, I'm just sorry. Just look at Jack Wheeler's hair. Like, what's he's wearing a hairband? <laughs> like, what and the he, heck are you it, doing, it like, man? Do you remember? Do you remember when um, was it was it Gary Oldman who played Dracula in one film? Yeah, and he's got yeah. like this. He's got he's got like this two like his hair's like combed back. He's got, like there's two bumps at the top there. Jack Wheeler's has got that. Weird. Uh, so yes, uh, after the Leicester game, Jurgen Klopp bemoaned how this from the Guardian, by the way, bemoaned how Liverpool's capitulated 
to a 3-1 defeat at Leicester after falling behind to a soft goal. And he admitted his club's def- title defence was over. Well, he's a, a reporter at least, aren't he? Yes, well, uh, he has been. I mean, obviously he's taking... He's, I see what Jürgen's doing. I disagree with him. I don't think their title race is over. I think it's still relatively open. Um, I mean, no, no. I mean, we best we can get a second. I, and that's if we actually, I don't know. I, I think, think everyone will slip up. I, I still think there's plenty of room to slip up. And there are other games. Yeah, uh, but we're relying... Pretty much everyone's relying on City to slip up. And when City have got a full head of steam, they, they very rarely slip up. Um, that is true. Go on, Leicester. Um... <laughs> yeah. You know what's fine funny? I, I love how Roy Keane, you know, in his old mank ways, will, will come out and go, oh, the, you know, we're really bad defending champions. I, I find it funny how last season, you know, when we were really good and City were terrible. But mm. oh, but they had they had Imeric Laporte injured, a centre back injured for a long period of time, and they had injuries. But oh, but that was acceptable for them. But for us, when we got multiple injuries, um, we're 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 bad champions apparently. Oh okay, yeah. People find Roy Keane funny. I think he's I think he's a bit of an idiot. I, I don't mind Roy Keane. Um, I I didn't like Roy Keane the player. I I do like I think... Roy Keane the. I think I, I find I find Mike Richards funny when he's when he's like oh, Mike showing videos and that, and I like his laugh. Mike Richards is funny. He may be a Man City fan, but he's probably the only Man City fan I actually like. Um, he was the pundit we didn't know we needed. Yeah, he's actually funny. He's actually good. Mm. Roy Keane just does he have, he gets paid a lot of money to be a pundit, yeah. and all he does is either say someone's playing well or someone's playing bad. Someone's playing well, someone's uh, playing bad. Well, yeah, that's it. Or he criticised them, right. and he says, "Oh, you know, you need to, you know, we need to play Man United. We, you know, crappy." Yeah, when we were at Manchester United, we, uh, we, you know, we gave yeah. him a wee bit more than that. But he's, he's just a very boring man, very boring, miserable <sighs> man. It's a contest between him and Jose for who's more miserable. We just look at Liverpool and go, "What the fuck are you doing at the back?" Um, <laughs> sorry, that's a yeah. terrible. I do have family from Cork, so I can kind of get away with doing a Cork... Uh, well, I can't really do a Cork accent, but I do have family from there. Um, my family the more you know. There, so there you go, the more you know. So it's not racist. Um, so it's don't at me, bitch. <laughs> uh, so I, I... I don't know. I still... I still want to say, right, that Liverpool are... You know, I said that they would probably win. Uh, are they? I don't want City to win. Um, I don't think anybody no. does, apart unless you're a Man City fan, unless you're one of the Gallagher's. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, 13 points off the pace uh, in fourth. Chelsea one point behind, West Ham one point behind. Like that, if that results don't, about how good they if results don't go our way by the end of Monday night, all the matches this weekend played, we could be as low as ninth, I think. Um, I'm looking at it. Uh, well, you can't be ninth because that's where Tottenham are. Uh, so I think you can be as low as eighth if oh, Villa eighth, yeah. if Villa 
win Phil against win. Chelsea beat Newcastle on Monday night. That's that's also uh, Villa currently drawing. So actually, no, you'll be above Villa, so you'll drop as low as seventh. It's not great, which means you'll be behind the blue half of uh, Merseyside. Yeah. Yeah, not, um... that's not going to be good. I mean, we've got as I said, we've got we've got Leipzig midweek on Tuesday, and then we've got the Ev next weekend, and they could win. Like, like someone said, like oh, it would be the first. It could be the first time win at Anfield in like donkey's years. Like it's it's kind of funny. Like people say, like when we when we lost our home record against Burnley, um, we hadn't we won like what was it, a sixty eight game like undefeated streak for like over three years and then when we lose one we then lose three in a row at home it's like when we when we finally get beaten at home the fortress is broken it is burned to the ground because we lose three in a row like I don't even know I'm, I'm trying to remain positive because as you said you know you see, honestly you saying you still think we're in chance it gives me a bit of hope because anything right. could happen Anything could happen. But I'm a Swindon Town fan that's used to shit football, so don't take... <laughs> yeah. You know. That's what I mean. We've, we've been spoiled. Liverpool fans have been spoiled, Trent, but we're, we're, we're spoiled in a way that as soon as anything starts going wrong, we spit our dummies out. Mm. But some, some of us do anything. Like, I'll admit, like when things aren't going perfectly, I, 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 mean, I, get, a bit, I get a bit bitter about it. I'm not as bad as some people, um, but the majority of Liverpool fans, like they've been, even all along, they've been saying, like, look, you know, it's a blip, we'll get through it, you know, team will turn it around, and we get to the day, and it's just like, Jesus Christ, another another one, and another one, and another one. And it's like, it's getting hard, it's getting hard to maintain the positivity, because, like, it went from being out of title race to fighting for top four, and now it's like, okay, we're now on a struggle to get top four. And so much relies on us getting top four. Yeah. And like, if if we don't get top four, we go from it. Will, it will be like the worst title defense ever. Go from top. Well, to like fifth. Um, I would add uh, Chelsea's defense under Mourinho uh, yeah. when Leicester yeah. won the Premier League. I would say you're not near as bad as they were when the when no. everyone was like, "Oh, Chelsea could get relegated. Chelsea could get relegated. Chelsea could get relegated." Yeah. Um, because everyone yeah. was like, even I was kind of like, ah, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if Chelsea got relegated? Because <laughs> everybody was. Just see, a big, just see a big team get relegated. Um, oh, I'd love it to happen. I'd love it to happen to anybody. Uh, any of the top four. Manchester United, Man City. Um, although I, re- I do remember them in the Division 1. Um, yeah. That's how old Wasn't I am. Wasn't that long ago. Wasn't that long ago. That's um, how old I am. When... Uh, Ke- Keegan was the manager. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, like in terms of so, so much relies on getting top four. In terms of summer recruitment plans, obviously Champions League money. The fact that the players already at the club will only want to play Champions League football. Like who wants to play in the Europa League? No one. Um. So, if I mean. Honestly, I could see the cl- the owners, uh, you know, Fenway Sports Group. I could see them selling up if we didn't get top four. Yeah, I I see that with the majority of American. Well, um, I, 
most American owners, in my opinion, are just there to make money. So, so I could definitely see that happening. Uh, but they partially they will be responsible because they didn't back us when we needed it. That is true. They they are well. They 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 have the um, you know who you should blame for that. There is a sim- There is one man you should blame for that who has given Fenway Sports Group their entire uh, f- transfer philosophy. Oh. It's got nothing to do with football. Billy Bean. Oh yeah, yeah. Chicago. Um, sorry, Oakland Athletics baseball team, Moneyball. Go blame yeah. him because he gave them that that emphasis at, at the uh, Boston Red Sox, and then they went. Oh well, we can take this model to other sports and make them profitable. That's exactly what they've done at Liverpool. It has led. They'll say, "Oh well, it led to a league title." It has worked, but thing is, we were at a point where, after even after all the success, we were net net spend. We were in, in profit because mm. we were selling more than we were actually selling and bringing in more money than we were actually spending out. Doesn't happen in a big club. Shouldn't happen. You know, people are like, oh yeah, it's good, but it's not because you're really not. You're not buying players, are you? You know, last couple of years we bought like a couple of players, but not really like big ones. Um, and like the, the whole mentality was like, as soon as we lost Van Dyke, they were they, the, the club should have been thinking right, okay, we're really short. I mean. We'd already left ourselves short when we sold Lovren in the summer. So we left ourselves with three three senior centre-halves. Should have mm. got a backup. But then, when Van Dijk and then Gomez got injured, like, right, okay, we definitely need a centre-back now. Yeah. Can't be putting... Mid- you know, after seeing midfielders there, putting Fabinho and Henderson back there, we should have been like, right, this is affecting the whole balance of the team. First of January, we've got our list of targets. Let's go and get one. But then, no, they left it, and they left it, and they left it. Matip kept getting injured. Fabinho kept getting injured. And in the last bloody day, after, you know, public pressure from... Jürgen Klopp had to publicly in his interview say, we need a centre-half, before they finally decided to get their hands in their back pockets and spend a bit of money. Oh, sorry, was it £2 million on Ben Davis and, like, a £2 million loan fee for Ozan Kabak? Mm. Like, they've really spent that, haven't they? And, yes, I know there's been a, a, a pandemic, so... Course, that limits things, but they were panic buys and they were always going to take time to settle in. Now, their philosophy must have thinking, Well, we'll get through this season, we'll get top four, Champions League money, and we'll we've you know, we'll go and spend in the summer. But that yeah. all goes up in flames if we don't get top four because then they're thinking, Okay, we've got to now think again about what our targets are because mm. they're going to be playing Europa League. And guarantee um, you're going to get players like Mo Salah going, well, I, I, I'm I, capable of exactly. scoring goals and winning trophies, so I don't really exactly. need to be playing for a Europa League exactly. club. Our highest earners who are good enough to play for any team in the world could go, well, you know, team's not on in a good place at the moment. For my career, I need to play in Champions League. Hmm. So we're, so this season has been a whole lot of bad luck with injuries, but then also on the decision of the, on the mindset of the owners, a lot of risks big risks you know you know taking gambles what's mm. I mean R- risking the the future of the club by gambling its its fortune in a way gambling its luck mm. you know in instead of just going straight away and going right okay we lost van dyke really unlucky 
someone gets sent off, bang. Let's try and finish as, as well as we can. But now we're going... The mentality is like, well, we know Jürgen Klopp's world-class manager. He's performed miracles with this squad. Let's, you know, gamble on him maintaining his, you know, high level of play with his with this squad, the squad he has now, and, you know, hope he gets top four so that we get a bit of money to improve the squad in the summer. Now that it's all going a bit downhill, Jürgen Klopp yeah. is, is a world-class manager, but he can only mm. do so much with the players he has, especially if the players he has are not responding to his messages, his instructions, because they're clearly not at the moment. So it's it's it was all just a case of the of the owners gambling with the club's future. Yeah. Um. Because so, you don't want to spend a lot of money. Mm. We said get. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's always been their their kind of philosophy. Yeah. On the. Uh, and I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying this because I think we should get like a a Middle Eastern owner who are going to be like Man City and spend loads of money. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, is that elite clubs go and freshen things up and replace players when they need to, mm. and they just go and do it. It's a slice of business. Man City, like they, they knew they needed to centre half after having the port last season. So just out of nowhere, they go and spend sixty five million on Ruben Diaz, and look how look the impact he's having. Mm. You know, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's a good now. player. He's a good player, but pe- people are comparing him to Van Dijk, and he's just like, no, no, nowhere near, no, nowhere near. Um, but yeah, um, so it's it's um, yeah, it's a bit of a tough situation. I don't know. I'm unsure what's going to happen to us going forward. I don't like knowing that. Yeah, like. It's it, it's gone from, you know, I may sound, I may sound like I'm I'm banging on the drum a bit much, but it's gone from last season when we went into the pandemic. Football was when we were playing well, and it, it you know, give me a bit of something to look forward to it, you know, each week. Yeah. Now, now, and as I said, we've been spoiled. Mm. Um, and of course, I will always back my team, even when when the, when the dumps like we are now. It's 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 going now where I'm watching the football the weekend, thinking, oh, let me just you know, something's get me through the week, a bit of the high of a win, and I'm I'm going on to I'm going to a Monday, you know, I do a a long day on Monday in my work, um, so it's already bloody depression, yeah, and then I'm and then I'm that on top of depression from bloody losing another game of football, mm. and it just. Maybe it's just me, but I want to see more from these players other than just, you know, Twitter messages saying, oh, you know, we move on to the next match. Yeah. It's like, I want to see some people who will die for that badge. Maybe not literally die, but, you know, a bit of passion, a bit of fight, sort of someone that you show that you care. Yeah. Because we all know that each week, no matter what happens... They'll keep get getting paid their hundred thousand, two hundred thousand a week, and they've got yet yeah, you know they're in the middle of a pandemic, so they're just as human as the rest of us. They could all you know they could get COVID just like any of us. Mm. But they're still living, they're still picking up their money, they're still pretty comfortable when normal pe- normal working class people are. I mean, I speak to them, you know, having to claim benefits because they're out of work. So yeah, sure. Show a bit of consideration for your fans and actually 
fight for them. So. Liverpool, let's move on then. Um, because uh, before we get to the Champions League, and we'll look ahead to that coming back, uh, Bristol Rovers have sacked their manager. We're just going to go through some of the names as we do with any sacking, uh, just some of the names that are being linked with it. Uh, Ian Holloway is 25-1. to 1. He's a former Bristol Rovers manager, of course. I don't think that's going to happen as much as Callum might want it to. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, the favourites seem to be uh, Michael Duff is six to one. James Roberry is four to one. Uh, the favourite though at one to two uh, is uh, Joey Barton, the former Fleetwood Town manager, uh, potential to be the next Bristol Rovers manager. What I would say, and this is a personal appeal to the Bristol Rovers ownership, are you interested in a shite manager called John Sheridan? Please take him. Please. You can have him for a pound. That's all we need. One pound compensation fee. You can have John Sheridan. He, he might get you out of trouble or he might make you the worst team in England. Most likely he'll make you the worst team in England. It's, it's worth the risk. Just have him. It's, it's, it, it, it's worth the risk. We'll have Joey Barton. Yeah. You have John yeah. Sheridan. You have Joey Barton. I'd, I'd have Joey Barton in a fucking heartbeat over John Sheridan. I'd have anyone. I'd have, I'd have Nigel Clough's it's, it's, corpse over John Sheridan. Get it out. We're going to that. We're going that far into it now, right? The reason, reason why I was like yes to Ian Holloway, not not particularly because I'm a big fan of Bristol, Bristol uh, Rovers or Bristol Holloway. Ollie. I, I love Ian Holloway. I just want, <laughs> I want him back in a job. I, I, I absolutely adore him. Wait till he turns up on Soccer Saturday and replaces Chris Kamara. We don't need Jeff. <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. Are you new, Jeff? Ah, actually, it's all like in, in a way that's different to uh, Mick McCarthy because they're both two of our favourites. Yes. Um, Mick McCarthy. But Mick McCarthy. Mick McCarthy is just laughing at him. Um, whereas, back, whereas Ian Holloway, he, it's, it's, he's he's at Cardiff City now. McCarthy, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. 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 How um, does he come back into a championship job? By the way, because he knows how to get clubs promoted. Well. Well, he got how many teams has he got promoted? Two teams from the championship. He's got promoted Sunderland and Wolves. Sunderland Wolves was it? Yeah. Was he rele- No, was he sacked by Sunderland in the Premier League? Was he manager there? I can't remember. I know he definitely got Wolves promoted from the uh, from the championship. Um, it's at least one. Huh? But I know he was Sunderland manager, and I can't remember if he got him promoted and kept and and then got sacked, or whether he was just appointed and then sacked. I can't remember. Probably um, the latter. But uh, yeah, he struggled at Ipswich. Didn't you know? Didn't do a particularly good job uh, there. And then he went on holiday to uh, Cyprus, didn't he? Uh, for yeah, a couple for, of days. All his, uh, all his sexy beach parties for all yes. the girls there. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 his club ran out of money. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Mick, you'll have to stop with the parties. But I'm lo- but I'm loving it. <laughs> I love I love my I love my girls. but no like with Woody and Holloway it's, it's genuine affection. Genuine affection I hold them in because yeah. I, I I love his voice and as I said, every time I think of him I think of uh, you know, a farmer from down south. Um even though he's I I don't know where it, isn't he from Plymouth in Holloway? I can't remember where he's. Can't remember Maybe he's from. from Bristol. And trust me, they ain't farmers like there. Bristol. 
Where is he from? <laughs> oh, he's from uh, Kingswood, Bristol. Trust me, they ain't farmers there. No, but when I saw him wearing that farmer's cap on his interview when he was a uh, Grimsby manager... Oh, he wears that didn't all the I time, mess- though. I messaged you straight away, and it reminded me of, of a farmer, and I loved it. So, like, genuine affection for Ian Holloway. Um, I would just say the, uh, you know, he's not from the nicest part of... Uh, he's from near the docks in Bristol, which is a bit of a shithole. Uh, of course, as we all know, any dock area is a shithole. Well, <laughs> well the docks in Bristol are a shithole. Um, that I know from personal experience. They are to be avoided. Champions League, the champions. Need, need um, work that. Is back and uh, obviously it fam- it features the most famous athlete in the world in the world, not Tom Brady. Uh, Did she yeah, have this that I don't know who it was who bought that some organization that bought a list out of the most famous athletes and it had like Tom Brady and like some other players some other people ahead of um, Ronaldo yeah, it and had, Messi. It had know. like Tom Brady at number one and the yeah. only thing I could say to that is I'm not sure if I dare say this one wankers. <laughs> That's all I can say to that one, uh, because it is bullshit. Like Tom, uh, Tom Brady's a bit famous, yeah, but it isn't like the Super Bowl gets out like maybe like a like a, a million people watching it. It's like a hundred and forty, a hundred and forty-four point four million is the average. It's pretty much only Americans who, who watch yeah. it really. And then there is like the World, the Cup, world Cup gets like over 4, a billion. billion. It's yeah. like one point so, zero three billion, something like that. Yeah. So, so Americans think that Tom Brady is like he's he's probably very he is very famous because everyone knows Tom Brady. He's been in the game that long, but he's not more famous than at least at least Messi anyway. Um, I would argue that he's nowhere near as famous as Lionel Messi. I would argue that he's not as famous as he Usain him, Bolt. He's not yeah, as famous ta- as, as LeBron James. Of, yeah, they put him. They put Tiger Woods ahead of them, I think, as well. And I was like. Tiger Woods. Oh yeah, but Tiger Woods, everyone's heard of. Even yeah. if you haven't heard for, of him because of golf, more for the sex parties that he used to have in the <laughs> yeah, crashing his okay. car and things like that. Yeah. People have heard the yeah. scandals, so people know yeah. him from that. But he was a yeah. sensational golf player. But um, yeah, Tom Brady's not the most famous fucking athlete in the world, and we get a lot of Americans listening to this program for some reason. They clearly think maybe it's um, it's it's an American football show. Uh, which it's not. So I to think this, this will service you uh, when yeah. I say Tom Brady plays a sport called rugby for pussies. Want to be okay. real, men? Don't wear body armor. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't wear, don't wear the helmets. Don't wear body armor. Don't wear the helmets and, and don't wear we'll, body armor. We'll Pick up a rugby someone. ball. There you go. Yeah. Then we'll see how good Tom Brady is as he gets two gr- two massive ki- kiwis, two massive Maori New Zealand men. Break his fucking spine, <laughs> um, that, and, that, and that's and that's Mr. Daniel Harrington's opinion on Tom Brady. <laughs> and that's my well, it, American football is rugby for pussies. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I would still say like Shaquille O'Neal, LeBron James, and Michael Jordan are more yeah, famous than Tom Brady. Definitely, like my, yeah, my, Michael Michael Jordan and um, LeBron James definitely. Because even even me, like a couple of years ago, when I haven't really know that much about basketball. Even now, I don't. But everyone knows. But about... everyone, you, everyone knows yeah. basketball. I mean, yeah, Kobe Mike, Bryant. Michael Jordan. Heard of him? 
more well, because of the tragedy at the end of it to Kobe Bryant. Oh yeah, Kobe Bryant. The, the yeah, old yeah, Lakers. Yeah. I mean, the LA Lakers are probably the most famous basketball team. Yeah, I've got a, to be honest. I've got a soft spot for them because of LeBron I like James. The LA, um, oh, no, I, I like. like LA. I liked um, playing on NBA Live as as Shaquille O'Neal because he always used to score me baskets, and now like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big Shaq for some reason is wrestling Cody Rhodes in well, AEW. I like I've I like LeBron James anyway. because um, he's a big Liverpool fan. Oh, is he? Like uh, he's gone. To, he's gone to matches with Liverpool shirts on. Oh, fair enough. Um, um, yeah. And obviously, so, we know Michael Jordan from the greatest film ever made. Yeah, Space Jam. Oh, well, <laughs> greatest is is a uh, is a strong word. <laughs> Fucked. <laughs> uh, the Champions League. Let's have a look. Uh, let's start on Tuesday. Uh, RB Leipzig taking on Liverpool. Uh, I was going to say with Liverpool's run of form, I think this might be a good time to just maybe exit the competition, exit door stage left and focus well, on the not... Premier League. Yeah, yeah, I admit it probably is. Um but they're not just going to give it up. They're obviously going to try. Mm. Um, good thing for us is that it's at it's in Budapest. Budapest, I think it's a neutral ground. Um, uh, so that's that's always a good thing. Um, it's in the uh, Pushkas Arena. Yes, it know, is. Yeah. yeah. Why is it I that's a full there, then? It's a neutral venue. Because oh. uh, German German governments aren't letting like anyone in. Ah, I, ah, that's why. Okay, yeah, we can't so play is... in Leipzig's arena. Ah, right. Okay, so yeah, it is being held in uh, Budapest at the Puskas Arena, the National Stadium in Hungary. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, can't wait for the second leg against at Anfield. Uh, well, they're saying they might oh. be saying that. Um, apparently, I've heard whispers that uh, the second venue might, well, the, the second leg might need to be at uh, a neutral venue as well. What? Why? Apparently. I, I hope it isn't. I hope it is at Anfield, but uh, might not be. Um, Depends what the rules are on the um, because you have to because of those variants. That's what I mean. I think it's isolate to do for with fourteen like, days, don't you, before yeah, the match, which is impossible for a football team. Yeah, I think it's like the German government said that when when the Leipzig players went back to Germany after the match, they'd have to isolate for so long, and obviously they can't do that. So. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Um, it's just something I hear. I might be wrong. No, I um, think I th- I, what you say makes sense. Um, but it but is uh, being held at the uh, Puskas Arena. Yeah. Uh, Barcelona well, and PSG in a Messi versus Neymar clash that uh, I, I assume PSG are going to beat Barcelona here. I'm just going to say uh, Pochettino has a has a chance of winning the Champions League, or is it's pr- probably more likely going to go have a chance of reaching another Champions League final, losing it, and then getting sacked the following season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Something along uh, those lines. Yeah, I do expect Barcelona to exit at this stage, but it is obviously these are all first legs, so there are two leg competitions. Yeah. Um, Sevilla versus uh, Dortmund. That's, a good match. that's a that that'll be a good match. That's a tough game to call. So, well, I mean, then again, Sevilla might just deliberately go because they know they'll win the Europa League if they go down because that's that's their competition. Um, they can't. They can't. 
enter the Europa League. They're in the last 16. They had to finish third in their group. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they can't. Unless, oh, no, to yeah, be so, fair, to mean, be fair UEFA again, might I mean, as well just give them the trophy anyway. But I was going to say, just give them it anyway, because it's, it's, it's got their name on it already yeah, yeah. so many times. Um, I mean, it'd be a good match, because they have a good team, mm. but then Dortmund, I mean, you don't know with Dortmund. Every time I look under, they're doing really well or really bad. Um, I mean, they did, I, sack, I think, uh, they did sack their manager... Uh, yeah. At one point this season, but um... he did. He, he was doing pretty. He was doing pretty bad. Yeah, I think like fifth now. I think or fourth. Um. Um. Thing. Yeah, because yeah, Lucian Fab. Edin. Was uh, his name Lucian Fab? Yeah. yeah. yeah I was gonna say because um, Edin Tezic is the uh, interim manager. He's interim. Yeah. End, end of the season. Um. Uh. So we'll see what 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 happens. They drew two old by the way today at Hoffenheim. So. Yeah, to all, yeah. yeah well, I would just, just go off that. I think I've seen some highlights of that. And uh, Erling Haaland's in good form, so you never know with him. Mm. You have good, a lot of good attacking players. Um, so he, he might just on it by his own score a hat-trick and send them through. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, is it, hasn't Chelsea got Atletico? Um, yeah, I'll get to that one oh. uh, in a moment. Uh, yeah, like actually, since you've mentioned it, we'll go to it. Athletic, At- Atletico versus uh, Chelsea. Uh, Thomas Tuchel's first Champions League uh, match Chelsea since uh, since leaving PSG. Yeah, Champions League final. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think the way Atletico have been playing this season, they're nailed on for that. I think. Yeah, they are because they they they're top of the league, aren't they? I think Suarez is Luis Suarez is top scorer. It's it's kind of funny, isn't it, that uh, uh, Barcelona let Luis Suarez go on a free, replace him with uh, Martin Braithwaite, formerly of of Middlesbrough, um, and let Suarez go to Atletico to become top scorer and win them La Liga. I love kind that. of funny that. Is, I mean, Suarez, Suarez is 34 years old and he's still a baller. Yeah. Like, yeah, it no is what, just tinged no with irony. Of, no matter what you think about his attitude and his teething problems he's had over the years. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. He's yes. still world class. Very punny. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, was, it was very deliberately said that. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, so I I, th- I think yeah that should probably be a Atletico, Atletico going through. That's no disrespect to Thomas Tuchel; he just hasn't been there that long. Apparently, Kepa nope. might have a chance to come back into the squad, and if so, I mean, that's um, everything. If so, they are well and truly fucked. Uh, Porto and Juventus. Uh, Porto, Juventus haven't been doing very well. Um, there are. I think they got uh, a bit. Well, they had a bit of a rough patch, and then poorly. they. Kind of start playing think, better now. Yeah, I think Napoli just beat them though. I think uh, in Syria. Was it? Uh, so that's today, was it? Uh, so I think yeah. they were. When I checked, yeah, Napoli. Napoli beat them by a goal to nil. Oh, that's funny. Uh, so Gattuso's um, Napoli beat Pirlo's Juventus by a goal to nil. No, no that's go. not going to go down well, is it? No. Um, I, I think when I last checked, and this might have been a while ago, but. Um, I think Juve were in fifth. They weren't doing great at all. I think AC Milan are still top, are they? Um, they're fighting out with, like... Are they fighting with Inter for the top, are they, right now? Uh, um, 
I can't remember the exact positions. I know, I know, I know AC Milan are top. You know, Zlatan doing is still doing his thing at 40. I think he's actually, is he actually 40 now? Is he 39? Um, um, but, uh, yeah, Mil- uh, AC Milan are top, Inter Milan are second, Juventus are third, Napoli are fourth, Roma are fifth, and Lazio are sixth. So, yeah, essentially, I- all the top clubs are, are in the top six. Pretty much, yeah. It's, it's always, it's always there, there about. I mean, I mean, you very in third now. They'll, they'll. I think they'll go up and they'll be fighting now with, uh, with AC. I think they're eight um, points off the pace, but with a, uh, with a game in hand. Um, yeah, although, I mean, uh, AC Milan are currently drawing nil nil. Um, so it looks like it's going to be a battle between the two Milan clubs, which it hasn't been for a very, very long time in Syria. Long time, yeah. So it's so Champions League is Juve and Porto, isn't it? I think that represents a tough challenge, a different kind of challenge for Juventus, which could be yeah, yeah, be quite but, tough for them. Yeah, I mean Ronaldo's still been turning up, so you know him and Champions League go together like you know, I think are two combinations, you know, pork and apple. Yeah, and he won't want uh, Porto to do well over Sporting uh, Lisbon. Uh, oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lazio and Bayern Munich. I mean, Bayern are the, everybody's favourites to win this competition. <laughs> there is no way yeah. that the uh, that the uh, Lazio uh, that Lazio are, are going to beat Bayern. I've got a soft spot for Lazio, um, all because really? of Lucas Leiva. Uh, Lucas right. Leiva playing for them, and uh, like Pepperina played for them. I always um, think couple... of the the those guys. You know the. Mm-mm-mm. You know, I don't want to do it on the stream, <laughs> but you know the, the you, you know the the, the 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 um Paolo Di Canio, you know the 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 salute. That's what I associate Lazio. with Lazio. Yes, the fascisti, the Roman Why? salute. That's what I associate with Lazio because of Paolo Di Canio, because he was a Lazio fan, and a lot of them are fascists. Well, allegedly, uh, well, I don't think it's that... as many as people make out, but still. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not saying I'm not saying like they're my favorite team ever, but I'm saying like I always. But you like just, them for a former player. Former former players that a couple of former players of, of ours have, have played for them. Um, so we just see how they're getting on. Yeah, uh, but they've got a couple. I think they've got a couple of good players themselves. Mm, but um, I, I, we, I, I, I expect them to no. exit here. Yeah, uh, yeah. against Bayern. Uh, the one that I really want, the one that I want, you are the one I want to win is at Atalanta, taking on Real Madrid. Um, you really want Atalanta to like slaughter them, don't you? I want Atalanta to win fifty nil. Fifty nil is my <laughs> prediction, because Zinedine yeah. Zidane is the worst manager. He's a terrible <laughs> manager. Um, you know what? I, I think. I think. Real Madrid for this match. Real Madrid could be in their worst form of their lives, and I think they'd still win. Because Atlanta are not very good. We played them in the group stages. They're not very good. Yeah, I know. Come on, Atlanta. Like, we 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 beat them five 0 in their own backyard. Then again, uh, Real Madrid beat. Uh, well, they lost to Shakhtar Donetsk, and they're not very good. So, oh, yeah. Come yeah. on, come on, Atalanta. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Atalanta! You've got the biggest fanboy here. Uh, <laughs> are you going to start wearing an Atalanta shirt now, I as well? I don't have one. I'll just wear my eighteen sixty Munich gear, like I've been doing all day, every day, for the last several months. Because this is have my you, favorite. Have you at least watched it. Have you at least watched it. 
Uh, well, yes. Just, just making sure. I just, have watched you know. it. Uh, uh, this, this was washed last weekend, so I'll probably wash it again on Monday. But uh, yeah, it's the full training tracksuit because I freaking love it and it's comfy. Plus, they're the best oh, team in Munich. Have you got the tracky pants as well? Yeah, with the club badge on them and everything else. Ah. <laughs> there you go. Oh god, yeah, you do. Oh god. I tell you something. We should get in contact with eighteen sixty Munich and just say you've got you. You're looking for fans everywhere. There's your biggest fan in the world. <laughs> just oh, I should I should take off my um I um where is it? There it is. I've got an eighteen sixty Munich T-shirt on underneath as well. Jesus Christ. I am an eighteen sixty. I, I I am a full eighteen sixty Munich supporter. I love them. I think they're great. I watch as many of their games as possible, um, especially when they're in English comments on the uh, English uh, channel for the German the German football YouTube channel. They've got English commentary of the third division. I I will set reminders so that I can watch their games because I I I want them to win. And I think they're wonderful. Uh, better than Bayern. Who the fuck are Bayern? Um, Jesus Christ! Like... Speaking of German football, Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Man City. I mean, Man City, man. It's... Go, 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 Mönchengladbach. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But uh... hey, if you want, if you want Atlanta beating Real, I want Gladbach beating beating Man City. But do you though? That... Be... No, no, no. You shouldn't want that. Why? And let me explain to you why you shouldn't want that. Because you want Man City to go as far in this competition as possible because then they'll take their eye off the Premier League. Um, maybe. Yeah, no, I can see that. Sound I mean, reasoning. It is sound reasoning. But I just want City to be crap in all competitions. <laughs> Play the kids, Guardiola. Play the kids. Uh, yeah, he hasn't got... Well... Probably got a funny full school of kids waiting to play with the amount of money they can spend. Um, and their Etihad oh, campus is uh, Etihad campus, yeah, is uh, yeah, it's um, lovely, lovely stuff, impressive, most impressive, as uh, Darth Vader would say. <laughs> uh, it's just a nice, uh, nice building. Nice set of buildings. Um, we will move on in a bit, and we will talk about. Uh, we'll talk about how far should fans go to voice their displeasure. Now, you know what? I really can't talk about this because I'm a radio DJ that plays songs t- telling them the uh, Swindon Town manager to get out and leave. So, I mean that that that's a whole mean, new level. Of I mean, business. I mean, you can't go as far that far. No, Most no. ordinary people cannot go that far. So no. I'm just there playing "Leave Right Now" no. by Will Young. You're in a privileged, you're in a privileged <laughs> position to be able to voice your displeasure in a in a much more unique way. And I shouldn't abuse it, but I do. Um, you do. until until you, someone in management tells me of, to stop. Do you regret it? Never. No, I. I it's the mo- I gotta be honest, Callum. It's the most enjoyable part of my Monday show. <laughs> Just having a- and this Monday is cancelled. Bloody postponement. <laughs> that are you going oh, to th- just come up with a line? Monday? Thank you. Are you gonna on on this Monday comedy? Are you gonna put like a really happy song on to cheer? Not watch, not having to watch Swindon playing. 
Oh, no, I'm just going to say the, the song dedicated to the Swindon manager this week is postponed. <laughs> just like the match. <laughs> now we are talking about, for the final half an hour of the programme, how far is too far? As a radio presenter, I get to play songs between, well, 4 and 6 o'clock, Monday to Friday, and I dedicate one song a week to the Swindon Town manager, mostly about him being terrible. So, like... Leave Right Now by Will Young was one I played, and then Out of Touch Out of Touch by Hall & Oates is another one. Won't be playing one this Monday, because they didn't play. But that seems more fun. What is not fun is jumping on Facebook and Twitter and just showing abuse, to showering abuse to footballers, whether they Whoa. are... White, black, mostly black, though, because it is mostly a racism problem. Um, I don't get it. Sending death threats. Yeah, sending death threats and uh, sending... I I believe Instagram are now... You know, if you get creepy messages now on Instagram, you can report people and they can... You know, you can have their account suspended. But... So this is a reaction. So Twitter and Facebook have been told to accept responsibility for preventing abuse and go further to have uh, and uh, go further than they have promised to do so to date amid continued online abuse for footballers. Uh, some footballers have written a joint letter to Twitter boss Jack Dorsey and uh, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg, and they have they have set out steps. They want to enforce on the program. Uh, the letter says, "This reality is your platforms uh, remain havens for abuse." And they talk. Uh, they go on to talk about further interaction with fans and about the billions of users of these, um, and that anybody, anyone, could just send it anonymously and just be, you know, get away with it scot free and. There are, you know, basic human decency doesn't exist online, I've found. Uh, nope. just, it's where the place, the, the internet is the place where human decency goes to die. I mean, you 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 have a pop at people, Callum, on, on uh, well, you don't have a pop at people, but you have a pop at your team, but it's never, you, you know, you know where the line is and you're always a million miles away from crossing that line. So it's not that, you know, I think we've both been there. It's not that difficult to, to not cross that line or not go anywhere remotely near that line. Yeah. For, for me, I mean, I, I say things about players' performances and I say it's not good enough, but I would never, ever say anything personal about them as a person. I would never mention their personal lives or their family or their families or Anything like that for me, it's uh, problem is with these, you know, online trolls and twelve-year-old kids who are not better doing their lives with the lockdown, is that there's no accountability because it's all um, anonymous and they can all well not anonymous but they make multiple accounts and not make there's no um, they don't have to take responsibility even if even if um, you know. Just hang on, let me make another point. Hang on, um, you don't have to feel bad for it when their own conscious, in, own conscience, 
doesn't feel bad about it. They don't like in normal society, face to face, even when you don't feel bad about it, there's a thing called, you know, public opinion. Mm. You don't say something because other people are gonna call you out on it. Online, even when someone calls you out on it, you can just you can just like ignore that comment. So you don't have to feel any responsibility by yourself. You don't have to feel bad for it. You don't have to take criticism from anyone else. And even if someone closes your account or reports your account, you make another one. That's all anonymous. Mm. It's 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 just a thing of with the racist stuff. I don't want it. That is just in, inherent in certain people because the way they've been raised. It's not enough that they have to go on and criticize someone. People have to be criticized. It's it's human human things. People can be criticized. But when they start, you know, because it ends up being, obviously, the recent thing is black players. They think, well, you know, I'll be, you know, unique about it. I won't just skip them. I'll skip the skin color because, you know, it's another piece of ammunition for me. Mm. And I, I, I don't get it. It's like, if if a player's played bad, say to them, you know, you know, you know. I mean, polite play would be. I don't think you played well today. Even people as, I mean, me. I've I've said, oh, you know, Mo Salah's been shit today. Robbie Fiennes been mm. shit today. Say that to them. That's that's as bad as it gets, because that's you being blunt about it. But go on saying, well, you know, it'd be like me saying about Mo Salah. Oh, Mo Salah, you, you know, <laughs> bastard or whatever. And insulting his skin colour, insulting his his religion, his, religion, his culture, like that, yeah. stuff like that. And it's like there's you no point. Yeah, I, you just don't do that. I, it's, it's I basically have no, I personally have no problem with Egyptians, with Arabic culture, language, skin colour, anything. I don't have a problem with them. So why do why would people feel have the need to go and skip these skip skin colour like they have a personal problem with black people, even though they don't. They just yeah. think, well, they, what they're, what they're doing is looking for a reaction because most most abuse gets reported or, or it doesn't affect the person that it's intended for. They just ignore mm. it. They'll go off Twitter for a while. But when they start putting racist stuff, they know that it affects the person that it's intended for. They know mm. that it affects them. It brings them a bit of a, a, bit of a spotlight, a bit of attention. Mm. You know? Um it's like that thing that went on with with um with Ian Wright, was then a, a kid yeah, insults him and went to kid court. Kid in Ireland, yeah, yeah, nothing happened, and Ian Wright was like twelve oh, year old, I believe, yeah, it was twelve thirteen year old, because he didn't um, know better or something. I can't remember what the official ruling was, but basically he didn't know better, even though the kid specifically said something like absolutely racist, and he knew what it. No one says the specific those kind of specific words without knowing what it means. I don't care how old you are. Twelve year old is is year seven at secondary school. You're old enough to know what you're talking about there. Yeah. Um. It's it's yeah. It's it's that thing of anonymity. 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 Wrong. Anonymity. Um. Not feeling. Not having to face consequences for your actions or your words. Um. So you think, well, I can say this. I know it's going to affect them. It'll bring me a bit of, you know, social media attention, and I can get away with it without any consequences. That's that's what it is. What what needs to happen is for there to, to be a limit on the amount of anonymity. The word 
Anonymity. That you get. Yeah, anonymity. Needs to be a limit to it. So either you either you have to put a picture of yourself or you need to put your name on it. Um, Give everybody an online passport. Yeah. So, so, you, so people know who's actually sending these comments because they'll make an account, they'll put some rando name with, with no profile picture, send whatever they want, that gets reported, they make a completely new account and start spouting the same kind of words. And there's no way to keep track of them all. Hmm. Or maybe not just not enough stone to track them all. You know, in that sense, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that, they, they do need to do more in that sense to be held accountable to make these people who send this abuse be held more accountable for their words. But um it's 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 the inherent problem of, of, of racism. It it's it's a thing of the thing is we can't even use the excuse of well, you know, it's it's kind of inherent in society. Um because kids now, you know, this country's been a multicultural country for the longest time. And it's not like the way, you know, our parents were probably raised in a time where their parents used those kind of words as kind of like common phrases. Yeah. I know what you like mean. Like the N words and stuff like that. Them they obviously know nowadays that you're not mm. supposed you know, most kids nowadays aren't being raised to say those kind of stuff. Because they hear about it and they know how bad it is, when they sort of get access to be able to contact celebrities, football players and say these words because they know it'll affect them. They do so without any hesitance because it's all a bit of a because the whole thing well, it's a bit of a laugh in it. You know, a bunch of mates will do it and stuff like that as a laugh, mm. not realizing or maybe realizing not really caring the effect it has on people. Because it's as you said, there's no social media. It's a dangerous place to be. Yeah, horrible place to be. The amount of vile toxicity and even just about anything not just about football just about all manners of life so much hate on it like there's a lot of good stuff as well but as they always say there's a fine line between good and bad love and hate you know sometimes i'll be scrolling down twitter and i'll see a really good positive post about stuff and loads of good positive interaction between users on twitter and then the next thing i'll see some vile stuff and it's just mm. I mean, yeah, I, I, I try I try and avoid it for the sake of my own health because I just get really angry or really disappointed. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, so this is what the... Uh, so the football authorities came together to release a joint statement. This is what they want. Uh, messages and posts should be filtered and blocked for uh, before being sent or posted if they contain racist or discrimina discriminatory material. Which would work like the um, like the Twitch chatbot that I have, where if I put yeah. in certain words, it will it's immediately delete. flag it up delete and it. delete the yeah. comment. So mm -hmm. I've got, uh, you know, the c yeah, word. A, I've got the c word, uh, the the n word, the p word, the y word, all highlighted yeah. in the uh, so yeah, the and they have, knows that they have... if that if those words come out come up yeah. they either get starred or the person gets deleted yeah the their the, the account gets banned from interacting with your channel yeah um but even even when yeah you have those things we have certain words highlighted but even then 
channels that are big enough, I don't know how it works for small channels, have moderators yeah, that exactly. are constantly checking. So even, even, you know, comments that don't have those words but are still abusive or hateful, you know, or talk about issues that shouldn't be talked about, they can still be deleted by moderators. Yes, I was going to say, yeah, there are easy ways to get through the... Because um, I, I was sent one where somebody said knee, as in your your knee, and then yeah. they put the word grows after, afterwards, so you know exactly G-R-O-W-S, but you know exactly yeah. what they, they were trying to say. And um, yeah. luckily, you know, I obviously I didn't read it, and I deleted the comment immediately because I don't have yeah. moderators on my channel. I'm just not that popular. Um, Dead Air Media, Unfortunately. Uh, uh, Twitch TV, twitch.tv forward slash Dead Air Media. Go check it out. Um, uh, who, what else uh, are they offering as a possible solution? Uh, you, you should operate robust, transparent, and swift measures to take down abusive material if it go gets into circulation. Now, um, I know Twitter isn't very good at that. Because I just remember back to Christmas where that's... Remember the Sainsbury's ad with the daughter calling her dad about... Uh, I think it was like roast potatoes or something like that. Oh, something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you should have seen the vile, vile that was on Twitter for that. It was disgusting. Just yeah. disgusting. And I hope... I'd like to think some of those people got done, but... I know they didn't. And they'll have people that they work with that'll be of a different ethnicity. How can you look them in the eye? And and but then you think, you know, you can completely detach yourself from these things because you're only putting a message on a computer or a phone, you know, and then you put that down and it's like you're completely detached yeah. from that reality. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it doesn't like, the imp yeah, the impact that that has, that's completely out of your head now because you're completely detached from it, yeah? Yeah, it's like it's like the internet is a parallel universe where you can be as big a cunt as you like. Um, sorry for using the C word there, but uh feel that, uh, feel, you know, people are just, ah, just awful, awful people on, online. It's As I say, it's where human decency goes to die. So it's a, it's a cesspool of, of toxicity. Of just the most vile, vile people, and yeah, it's it's. I I would make a joke, but the time for jokes is over. Um, because it's like, well, this is fear. My brain goes, well, this feels a bit serious. It's time to make a joke. No, I'm not making a joke about it because it's no. it's vile and disgusting. Uh, they also yeah. call. They also say that all users should be subject to an improved verification service. Like the online passport, for instance, that would be uh, mm-hmm. that would be a good idea. That only if required by law enforcement allows for accurate identification of a person behind the account. Steps should also be taken to stop the user that has sent abuse from re-registering an account. That's the most important thing, as Cam yeah. was talking about, because you yeah. know they just, you know, you delete one account, you start a new one. You know, yeah. I think there should be a system that if if you do it, if your account gets banned. There should be like a, a a tier system. Like first time, it's like okay, give you another chance. But if it happens any more, mm. then not not just your account gets banned, but you, maybe you're something in way they can link up with the inside IP. 
so it stops any accounts. Twitter, say for example, a Twitter can do it where from that instant IP, you know, maybe that that specific sort mm. of computer IP can't be used no to make IP another account back, or. Yeah. So maybe yeah. you know I, I know I know obviously that affects everyone in the household and it's, it's not always everyone in the household, but if it gets that bad, then mm. block that household internet IP from yeah. from being able to make accounts, and then maybe because it's affecting more than just one person, then mm. it gets the message through that it's just not acceptable. Maybe I don't, mm. I don't know, but because it's, it's they probably even even with all the measures in the world. You have these people who will still find ways to get around it, and they will still they'll still find ways to send abusive messages. Mm. Um, yeah. That's how sad they are. Yeah, because they have no 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 time. The you know um, they have they have all the time in the world in their hands and nothing to vent their frustration at the world. If you hate people that much, just don't talk to them. Don't talk to them. Call the late night lockdown instead, weeknights from seven PM. Um, product product placement. Example yes, product one. placement. I'll give you the phone number. You can have a rent there. And if you say anything racist, I'll call you the C word. Um I'll just call you an idiot. Anyway, uh yeah, it's just I d I'm just perplexed as to why we can't just you know, the uh, there is an yeah, obvious well. solution out there. I haven't thought of it, but it's just perplexing how, you know, you know, how must people, you know, how must Ian Wright feel knowing that, well, he, we know how he feels because he released a statement on it, but, yeah. you know, I can only imagine, I can only imagine, I can even begin to feel like I, I, I would know anything about what that felt like. You know, it's, it, it is wholly unacceptable. Like I want to, I want, I want to say stuff like, you know, why can't people just get along? But that's incredibly naive of me. That will, will be incredibly naive for me to say, because the fact of human humanity is that there's good people and there's bad people, and I, I get it. You know, I, you know, the lockdown is miserable for everyone. I've felt pretty miserable myself most of the time because it's horrible. You can't go anywhere, and. You know, part of my job is speaking to miserable people who make me feel even more miserable. But I still, people have got to find better ways mm. of releasing that frustration rather than just going, well, I'll do, I'll take the easy path. I'll just go and vent my frustrations on some random football player who's done nothing wrong to me personally. But I don't care because, they put, you know. They put in a sloppy pass that one time, so I'm going to go exactly. call something racist. Exactly. How they played a bad game of football. You? Therefore, I'm gonna go and insult their family and hope, tell them that I hope their kids die and stuff like that. Just stuff pathetic. like that that just shouldn't happen. It shouldn't be said. It's just so, it, it's so pathetic. Like these people actually need to take a bit of responsibility for their lives and actually think, you know what? Yeah, I'm feeling upset and I'm feeling down. And I'm, but you know what? So is everyone else. So instead of so rather than try and make myself feel better by making them feel worse. Let me try and find actually a, a coping mechanism to make myself feel a little bit better while having to make everyone, anyone else feel worse. Every, everyone feels shit at the moment. Everyone. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you have to go and abuse someone. And, I mean, 
you know, can can we talk about the referees on this? Does this does this let's get involved in this a little bit? Um, I personally can't stand English referees, right? I I, th- I think they're not trained properly. I think the the usage of VAR is disgusting. Um, and I think they have they're having regularly poor matches and poor decisions every match, mm. every week. But I think they should be allowed to be criticised. However. I, it is absolutely unacceptable that a referee should be entitled to death threats towards him and his family. There's been a, a sort of thing with a previous referee, a former referee. He had, um, I think his wife was going through cancer at the time. He recovered from cancer and he had messages saying that, I hope your cancer comes back and kills yeah. you. I hope your wife dies cancer. I hope your children get cancer and die. You don't, you just don't care about stuff like that. That is just, it's it's a level of hatred that goes beyond just. I think you've had a bad decision or a bad game. I think it it goes to a point where it's like, how wrong in the head are you to subject that level of hatred towards someone that you wish death upon them and their family? Yeah, Mike Dean this week was um he, he, oh, he didn't referee a game this weekend. Yeah, um, but uh, right, rightly he was um, the fifty-two-year-old was sent death threats. His family have received death threats on uh, social media uh, after this uh, Suchek red card. Now, I I was there. I I, I was there last week. I re- I watched it and I reacted to yeah. it on this show. And I said that is not yeah. a red card. No, it wasn't. And everyone I, agreed it wasn't. No, and uh, but you know I'm not a West Ham fan. But yeah. what West Ham fan is sat there going, right, I'm just going to type in a really horrible message horrible, to Mike Dean. Yeah. And his family. Hope and your family, family die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just... What what like, kind what, of what human... Do his, what do his family... Depravity. What does his family have to do... What does his, what, what do his family have to do with his refereeing performance? Like, I think he should be criticised because he's had two poor, perform, uh, poor, poor refereeing performances where he's had to have two decisions overturned. So I get like I don't like my team as a, as, a, as a referee. I don't think he's very good. I think he's very he wants to make the detention all about himself and yeah, he's we've arrogant said this. in that sense. We've we've both said this. Yeah. Like yeah. this is but, nothing new, but Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like I get that that's probably a common view and he probably knows that's a common view. He probably he's probably gets all that all the time. It doesn't it's not doesn't bother him because he does his job to the best of his ability. Right? He's a professional. That's what I mean. He does his yeah. job the way he thinks he should do it. Yes, he's not perfect. Yes, he should be criticised for making poor performances. However, you know, the abuse is not wanted. People people give, people keep the work lives and their personal lives separate for a reason because they don't want to involve their family in the kind of work that gets done. Like Mike Dean knows that he he probably gets abuse himself and he can probably accept it because that's what you do. You accept it when it's of a certain level, you accept it for yourself. Because you're in that line of work, you know. People are going to criticise the way you do your job. But when it starts involving people he cares about, have nothing to do with his refereeing performance, it's 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 going to be something that he's he's going to take he's going to take offence that. Because why would you wish like you don't know Mike Dean? You know Mike you don't, you don't even know Mike Dean's family. I don't know I don't know if he has a wife. I don't know if he has any children. If he has any children. 
So why would I send something I'm saying, oh yeah, I hope your family die, I hope you're in yeah. and they and they always they always do it in such descriptive ways. It doesn't just it's not just bad enough that they have to say, Well, I hope they die. It's like I hope they die of like they get stabbed or they get or you know, I if they have a daughter. Yeah, it's always get, really like in detail like, and hope, they've planned yeah, it out in their own raped. head. Yeah, Opie Dawes gets raped by twenty men, then shanked by by all of them and chopped up into little bits or something. Something completely deprived and and, and just nasty. It is all I can say because there's no way to describe how bad in the head you have to be to to say stuff like that about someone that you don't know. Mm. Like I don't get like it may be simple for me to say, and I'm not trying to come across like I'm some perfect person, but for me, I've always said to every single person I've ever met in my life, family or friend or stranger, if you speak to me with respect, I'll speak back to you. If you speak horrible to me, then I'm not going to give you any respect. I, Regardless of gender, of skin colour, of culture, of religion, if you're nice to me, I'll be nice back. If I don't know you and you haven't personally said anything to me, I have no problem with you. Okay. Simple guide for that, life. Don't be a dick. That's, that's what I mean. Like, just don't be a dick. Yeah, just there's too much misery in the world anyway. Even before the pandemic, I've I got fed of watching news sometimes because there was just that much bloody shit going on in the world. Like, like the world life is too short, and the world is that shit anyway. Mm. That I've got no time for insulting my fellow working class man i'll insult the politicians because they're that out of touch with us with with normal life and they're idiots but i don't get a thing of oh let's let's skip this referees you know that's that's you know wish death upon someone like is the value of human life gone that cheap where it's worth nothing it's it's yeah, it's disgusting. It's uh, like, Thomas Tuchek, by the way, he came out and said whatever decisions are made on the pitch should stay on the pitch. I don't like hearing about uh, about it interfering with personal life, and I send Mike Dean and his family my support. There is no place for this kind of abuse of any kind. It is in the past now, and I'm focused on the rest of the season. I, play like, I just... Yeah, I, I don't get how... Like The thing is, Twitter's been around, what, 10 years, 11 years yeah. now, something like that? How come this kind of the kind of like hordes of racism and, and racist events going on recently? It's all this whole. It's like they've all just all these idiotic little immature keyboard keyboard warriors just come out of the the woodwork, the rotted woodwork that they come that they sprout from in recent years. Like why isn't it? Why is it only suddenly become an issue now? And Honestly, it's 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 become. I think a lot of it is because of sort of the just the general. You know, we may be going way off topic yeah. here, but I, I maybe sound like I'm eulogised, not being all philosophical or anything. But it feels like just the, the general increase and spread of hatred in the world since our will, you know, yeah. our good old friend Donald. That mm. you know the. The continuing divide in view of class, classes yeah. of people, the the, the 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 division of classes between rich and poor, you know, and and just a general lack of care that more and more people are continuing to show. 
Mm. Like the, the, there is good in the world. Otherwise, the world wouldn't exist as it is now. But it just feels odd. Maybe it's just because it's easier to, you know, bad things are easier to remember than good things. Yeah. There just seems to be a lot more bad things going on than the good things. Yeah. You know, um, it's when you, it's like when you think of just last little things. I right? just, it's when you yeah, think yeah, about um, like, uh, school shootings in America. It's like what drives someone to knowingly and purposefully get acquire a gun and then think, you know what? I don't like kids. Therefore, I'm going to go and kill a bunch of kids. Normally, it is the kids themselves. It's normally the outcasts anyway. But, but I, don't I, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. So you, you have a problem with the world. Why don't you try and actually take responsibility for that and sort yourself out? You know, and I, I know it's sometimes it's it's hard. You know, mental disabilities come into it. Well, that's why the there's, there's support available for you. Mm. It, it's it's when it's when they're not willing to try and get that support and help that they think well therefore there's no there's no help available for me i'm gonna go and do something that i believe will help me yeah so i'm gonna go get rid of the problem you know i was bullied in school therefore i'm gonna go and kill all the bullies in this school today yeah kind of thing mm. get rid of the problem at source and stuff like that it's 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 just vile level of hatred in the world and it's the ease of access that this hatred has managed to spread because the internet as we've said as a whole not just social mm. media is a is a nasty place and you have to be thick skinned to be able to survive on it you you learn yeah just from experiencing it i think i think every person majority of people on social media have all always experienced at least one event of abuse Mm. Or just you know nastiness, or you know, so you, you learn, and more, and obviously the more popular you get, the quicker you learn, and the more bad it gets, and the more thick skin you have to get. Yeah, uh, I just want to bring up one thing. Um, not based. Some someone quite rightly made a comment. Uh, Dom, hi, hi, how are you doing? Um, or someone that used to go to school with me uh, said, um, but. Spurs themselves call themselves the Y word, which is wholly as f- now. I'm not well educated on which. What do they call themselves? The Y word. The, we're not allowed to say it, but it's it's a it's um. There is a certain. I I don't know why that word is offensive because I'm I'm not Jewish, and I I don't know any Jewish. You could people. you message me that way? I don't know what word you mean. The, the um, uh, I know you can't say it, but yeah, I can't say it. Um, how, I don't even know how I would spell it. I think it's uh, but they they um, oh yeah yeah I see. It's um yeah for me it's it's a derogatory term. So it's derogatory towards Jewish. Yeah, it's um. You know, it, it is it is a um, scene. With, like I'm not educated on this, um, but they yeah. call themselves that, and it's used by. You know, there are different. Um, you know, it's it's generally used by anti-Semites yeah. um, as an alternative to the word Jew, but yeah. you know, then you get Tottenham fans calling themselves it, and 
and even like Ajax fans have been known to to do it because they are seen as a Jewish club, so they're very proud of their heritage, and then they mm-hmm. use kind of reclaim, you know, reclaim racist terms yeah. as a badge as, of honor. Part, and I pass their identity. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you have the Y word being used by Tottenham, and I think the club themselves have tried to stamp that out to the best of yeah. of my knowledge. Um, yeah. But. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not some something that is uh well liked within within Jewish culture. I think, but as Dom quite rightly points out, they call themselves that. Yeah, but it's I mean it's not meant in a derogatory term. I think but it's still racist, have, it's still themselves still seen as have offensive. no power. Words themselves have no power. Yes, they have connotations, but it I think it's gotta be down to intent as well. Like if you say a word, if, if, you know, if someone calls a Jewish person that word with an intent of insulting them as a derogatory way, then yes, wrong. But I think if Tottenham fans are calling themselves it as kind of like a way of reclaiming that as part of their heritage, the issue it depends is on the that person. the majority of Tottenham fans aren't Jewish, even though they're in they are historically based in a. Um, area of north london that is primarily like one of the larger jewish communities within london but the majority so people like well david Badil's done a lot of work on educating people about this word and what he and what he has said is that the majority of fans that use this word that chant this word are not jewish and do not understand its horrific connotations so you can't like no, um, you know, uh, the, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it, it's a weird one. Language is, is a strange one because, you know, we see different communities and different cultures reclaim seemingly offensive word. It's like the N word being used in rap music. You know, yeah. that's, that's a, an example that comes to mind. Um, yeah, and then and then people on Twitter go, well, if it's all right for them to say it, then it's all, no, it's not all right for you to say it because no. you don't know the connotations behind it. Uh, yeah, so you know you've just got to come at, at it with an understanding. But I'm glad um, uh, Don brought that up because that is a that is a well, that's a chat that I I don't really want to have to be honest. I'd rather avoid it. But uh, hey. I don't know anyone that's Jewish that could explain the why that word is so offensive. All I know is I, it is an offensive word, and yeah. you know I would never, I would never dare use it purely because of its connotations of offence. But I have no idea what it means, and I haven't educated myself on it to know conf- to speak confidently about what that the Y word actually means. But I do know that Tottenham fans do call themselves that. Thanks to Callum Brown this week for being my guest on this week's edition of the Football Fan Show. Tune in again next weekend uh, for the next edition of the podcast. You can also watch us live on twitch.tv forward slash the football fan show, facebook.com forward slash the football fan show, at TFFS live on Twitter. Go to our website, it's deadair.media forward slash the football fan show, and search for us on YouTube. It's the football fan show live. Thank you very much for joining us this week. We are back next weekend. Enjoy your week. Bye.